heart sucks the people he likes. Mad heart sucks the people he likes. Mad heart sucks the people he likes. And today he's talking to you. Hear what people say, and I'll bring you great content. We're welcoming you. Hello, and welcome to episode 27 of Matt Hall Sorts of People He Likes. It's a, a new day, a new month, and a new episode of uh, this podcast. And it's a podcast episode I'm really, really excited to uh, share with you today. It's it's someone who I've been really looking forward to uh, sharing with you, the listener, but also someone I've been personally looking forward to interviewing for a while. And uh, that person is Michael Legg. And uh, Michael Legg is a really amazing, uh, really angry comedian on stage, uh, but he's also one of the most lovely people off stage. Uh, we decided to meet before uh, a show in York, and we went to a little pub, and there's a little bit of background noise, but it's really um, a very intimate uh awesome little little alcove setting as well so it was really uh it was a really fun conversation and i can't wait to share that with you but if you don't know who michael leg is he is a very he's been doing comedy for a while now and he's uh such a amazing voice in comedy he's a uh, he's a very unique guy and his uh he's a he's a stand-up comedian i can watch time and time again he's so engaging and uh, uh very uh he has a very magnetic performance as well, uh, and I'm pretty sure you would hate me saying that. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, I uh, he's also uh, uh, he does lots of podcasts. Uh, he does Vitriola, and he's also a podcast host for uh, Do the Right Thing, which is where I first knew him from. And he uh, he's very very funny on that, uh, especially with working in conjunction with Daniel Ward and Margaret Cabon Smith. Uh, so what do we talk about in this podcast episode? We, we do chat about quite a lot of things. We start off by talking about his angry persona on stage. Uh, then we talk about uh, veganism and uh, as Michael's been a vegan for a long time. We also talk about Queen, which is a really uh, awesome thing as well. Michael likes a big Queen fan and we discuss that a lot as well. Uh, we also make reference to Made in Heaven, uh, which is Queen's last album, which was made posthumously after Freddie Mercury's death and we also briefly talk about the album Innuendo which was the the penultimate album and the last one whilst Freddie was alive so we talk a bit about Queen uh, and we finally end up talking um, about his most recent Edinburgh show called Jerk uh, which happened uh, a couple of years ago and uh, yeah it's it's a really delightful and uh, rambunctious podcast uh, full of and it was one of my, uh, it's a really, de- it's a delight to record. So, without further ado, here's episode 27 with the amazing Michael Legg. I hope you're ready for our podcast today, and I hope you're ready for what we're about to say. And you can come for you on a bus or a train, because we're going to go straight inside your brain. Get ready for the podcast. Yeah. Hope you're ready for the podcast. I bet you're ready for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you're probably ready. Enjoy the podcast. Yeah, can you tell me what you have for breakfast today, please? Yes, um, can I? Uh, yeah, 
Pint three, three, mind you, Linda McCartney sausages and a splatter of brown sauce. That's what I had. Uh, no toast, no beans or anything else, just... Just the sausages. Didn't have anything else in the house, so, well, that's what I'm having. <laughs> so, there we go. What did you have for breakfast? Oh, well, I, think, uh, I, I think I skipped breakfast, but I had like um. I had a uh, like a brunch with uh, avocado on toast with some chilli on top mm. as well. So uh, I had a really disappointing lunch though. God, it was. I'm still angry. About yeah, it. <laughs> tell me about that. It was this. Um, it, it, it's it was destined to be great. Mm-hmm. A bit like myself, it's destined to be great, <laughs> and yet so tasteless and disappointing. <laughs> really disappointing. It was um, a lovely. It sounded lovely. Bombay potato. Uh, Roll like with this really lovely filo pastry. And I thought, oh god, this is going to be so nice. And really, bite number one, I was like, this is dry. <laughs> yeah, it was really. T- and then I thought, this is my lunch. I t- like, you know, when you've had something that's really horrible, it's like that's a meal gone. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now I'm cheated. It's like I'm all full and, and yeah. unhappy. Yeah. So I tell you, meals can be a total fucking rip off. Uh, I know um, this is the, um, the levels, but this is also uh, perfect content already. That, uh, but, um, sure, but look, let's let's start this way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's... We'll say hello at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to be off by any time, by the way, mate? Or... Nope. Okay. No. Cool. no, no, no. Also, good content. I like that. Yeah, good yeah. Idea. Nice bit of background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I really like. I also suggest that I'm busy. Yeah. That's why I like it. <laughs> I will send this to all the promoters. <laughs> exactly. so. Oh god, such a uh, limited amount oh, of time yeah. with the Lexter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Michael. You're what very a, welcome. What a mate. pleasure. It's a treat to be here, and it's and genuinely, it's a brilliant spot you picked. Uh, firstly, York is beautiful. Secondly, this pub is magnificent. I would say. Oh, great! It's a really great pub. So, are you really into uh, like? Like kind of small pub. So, what's really? your what's your perfect pub? Uh, definitely something like this, which is like you say, very small. I think if I could change one feature of this pub, it's it's got a beautiful main room that is really low ceiling, yeah. and it's all sort of everything's made of wood. Absolutely, like the people who drink here are made of wood. Everything's made of wood. But there's a massive TV playing sport. It's like, God, guys, it's just, it's just out of place. Get rid of it. But you know, that's how pubs are these days, and I have to yeah. learn to live with that. Um, but I, that is a project, a dream project of mine. That I, I, I'm not, I'm not making this up. I've been looking into it for quite some time. I want to collate a list of uh, pubs that that don't have any TV or music. <laughs> And and are really beautiful like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and preferably cheap. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I want to collect that list and then keep it to myself <laughs> <laughs> and not tell anyone about it. That's that's the thing though, because like like there's certain like places where it's like it's so beautiful, but if you tell right. someone, then it's exactly. yeah, yeah, it's wild, like wildfire. Exactly. And the thing is, I, you know, we we do these podcasts very much like yeah. like right now and. And because I do this podcast called Do the Right Thing, and it's got a, a mm-hmm. fairly sizable audience, you know, and and people who like to do the right thing seem to really, really like to do the right thing. For and sure, luckily, yeah. the people that we meet who like to do the right thing all seem to be really nice people. But at, at the end of the day, it's happened a few times where uh, you know, oh yeah, it's like that pub you go to, isn't it, Michael? What's the name of that pub? No, I'm not saying the fucking <laughs> name of that pub because that is my pub. That yeah. is where I go. Yeah, my local pub put on a comedy night fairly recently and I went well that's fucking shopping <laughs> this is where I go I can't I can't have, yeah, I can't, yeah. have, I can't have comedy and pleasure yeah. mixing no <laughs> it's wrong it, 
I um, had a similar situation that they, they um, that my local pub. It's um, again very. Uh, I, I live in like County Durham, right? It's a right. very uh, it's like rural little pub. No TVs as well, and oh, beautiful, it. beautiful um, riverside view as well. Like it's oh, gorgeous brilliant. as well. You're welcome. To this me. is perfect. Um, brilliant. But, but they, I, I was sat there, and I don't really like to talk to people, mm. but. Um, I had a friend round, and uh, they did that kind of annoying thing where uh, they kind of point at, and my friend was like pointing out to other people, oh, he's a comedian, he lives in a village, and, and I'm like, oh, do you want to do the local, uh, mm. uh, you know, you know like the red flags of a bad gig as well. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they yeah. were like, oh, you can just do it with like the band and stuff yeah. like that, and it's just like, no, mate. I can't come back here. No, yeah. mate. Well, here's the thing, my, that's exactly what the comedy night was in my local pub, mm. and, and what, when I saw it written on the chalkboard, I'd say, it's Monday, comedy, I'm like, Oh my god, nightmare! But also, I'm definitely going to watch yeah. that because I'm going to watch what fifteen people crash and burn, and it was just—I mean, thing yeah. is, all, I, I can't say all the acts were good because yeah. you couldn't tell. Yeah, but I, I have seen the compare who was on that night since then, and he definitely is really, really good. Yeah. But like, I was just at the back, like, <laughs> sort of crouching down, going. Oh my god! Please let this stop! Please let this stop! But I take the more positive point was because no one came to the pub to see the comedy. It, yeah, the, the, the gig was in the pub. It wasn't in a room above. Yeah, it was in yeah, the pub. yeah. And so everyone who was drinking there was like, well, "Why are those people talking out loud? This yeah. is where we come to cry. <laughs> why are they doing this?" And um, uh, but the good thing was, I'd sort of forgotten how brilliant it was to start out as a stand-up, and. You and the other comics are the audience. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. The only everyone there is literally all the people who are ever going to be there, and to see, you know, you're the guy who was on first. Yeah, he still hangs around till the end, yeah. and he claps and he overlaps <laughs> for for everyone. And it's like, but that's really nice. That is yeah. really supportive. And there I was. I I came to thoroughly <laughs> judge like that, and I did feel a bit guilty. But um, but I'm glad to say. That comedy night has never reappeared. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a really lovely, happy ending. Uh, uh, but it's it's so weird when you see those like open mic gigs. So it's that like you 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 learn as you go on the certain things which comedy needs for it to be a good night. Like, yeah. As you say, the first thing is it has to be in a separate room. It can't be in the middle of a pub. Right. Like, Absolutely like, right. Uh, uh, but it's like like when you. Um, you see gigs being posted, and you just you can just get. I got a sixth sense, like, oh, that's going to be a bad gig. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, of course, like, yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, like no fee. Um, yeah, and uh, you've got to pay it. Like you know, just people who aren't there for comedy. That's the worst thing in the world. It's like absolute nightmare. Any form of of a band you have to go on alongside as well is the worst. I mean, uh, like those gigs. Uh, luckily, I mean, I'm done gig like this in a long time. But I mean, I still, I know what it feels like. Yeah, like when. When you go to a gig and it is like, like it, it's, it's three quid to get in. I'm not yeah. knocking that. That's absolutely fine. I think, do you know, as long as you pay something, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because then you go, well, I pay a few quid, so you're somewhat invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then there's only two people in the audience, and then the promoter, instead of just going, oh, well, let, let's pull this, goes, let's go down and just offer free tickets downstairs. Please don't do it. Yeah, do yeah, not yeah. Do, yeah. It. <laughs> do not do it. Yeah, it's because. It, I've, uh, yeah, again, this one. It, 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 yeah. Like the two people who have paid three quid now feel like cunts. Yeah, because <laughs> like you know, yeah, that's six quid revenue we've given you, yeah. and and then these other. Well, we're we were downstairs drinking heavily and talking loudly. Yeah, and we're going to continue that. For sure, no yeah. matter what happens. And it's no way it can be a good gig after that as well. Uh, no, horrible. And uh, yeah, and 
because like, I mean, especially when you're open mic act, I think like there's the eagerness there just to perform regardless of the situation. Of course, which is you know there's there's some virtue there. But equally, oh, absolutely, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I think a promoter, generally promoters are a lot more sensible, obviously. But that is their job. Their job is to absolutely make sure it's a good night, and sometimes. Yeah. A brilliant night is to go. Oh, do you know what? We were supposed to be working. Turns out we can't really do our job. Why don't we sit around and get pissed? Yeah, that is yeah, a yeah. brilliant night. Oh, yeah, and uh, a far worse night would be. Uh, let's continue with this. Yeah, and have a really <laughs> terrible time. Yeah, and like because like um, especially when you like you know like uh, they're doing a gig where you know it's just going to be hard work. Like you stare into the jaws of death. You know yeah, I mean? and like uh, yeah, and I, I remember doing like a. Uh, well, like a fundraiser where like essentially everyone's there for like food and like mm. the comedy's gone for like, really long yeah. time sure. and I was comparing that as well and like no one was interested from the get go everyone else was like, getting drunk mm. and just chatting as well so, but I had to keep on getting up and be like hey guys yeah. shut up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really hard to be cheery yeah and uh, and and have authority as well it's right. really, yeah it's yeah yeah like, Hey guys, and you know that all night. Hey guys, come on now. Yeah, Listen, yeah. everyone's paid, and they're paid to hear the comedians. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I find you, you might as well go. Can you please bully me more? because <laughs> yeah. they're going to. Because I have quite a low status on stage anyway, so, but right. I'm quite warm. But like when I need to lay down the law, it's so ineffective. If you know what I mean, right. I have to be like, oh, could you please? I think, I think that was the turning point in uh, in my glittering show business career. In uh, I. Honestly, I went for the longest time, years and years and years. I've gone on stage, I've gone, um, hey, who's up for a good night? And being really cheery and, and just wanting to be maybe a little bit cheeky, but certainly not you know, yeah. rude and certainly not grumpy. Yeah, yeah. And always, hey, we're all here. And then just years went by and I, I don't fucking give a shit if they have a good time. <laughs> I come here for me, not them, the cunts. Yeah. So, I'm sorry to any audience member of mine that might be listening to this, but it's true. I mean, yeah. I, I, whatever, it's, it's, it's about me. Yes, it's sure. Yeah. And uh, that was when I started to really properly enjoy comedy far, far more. When I realised, uh, listen, if you have a bad time, it's because you don't like what I do. But that's fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There'll be another comedian along in a minute and you'll probably like them. Or if I do my solo shows and people come along and they don't like it, well, that is just too bad because that what well, that yeah. is definitely what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Because yeah, especially, yeah, especially when you're doing the fringe and it's like a Friday, Saturday night, and where right. people are like there to get drunk. It's like no, like this is the show is what it is. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and even people go, uh, you know. I thought you were supposed to be funny. Right? Oh, well, well, I'm sure you did. Yeah. And it turns out I wasn't to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. I don't, I don't mind. The worst thing about that is when people think that their their opinions are like objective. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're not funny. It's like no, yeah. I'm not funny to you. Yeah. Really. It's no one's got a valid opinion <laughs> yeah, of, on anything. <laughs> not anymore. That, that's what I learned from Twitter as well. Yeah, like, exactly. Everyone has so many opinions. It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. it's now. It, yeah. It's. Uh, a billion opinions and not a single one of them how can I going to mean anything yeah exactly uh, that being said um, I did want to kind of go back to that um, I do have some questions prepared as well but like uh, I did want to ask about that so pub chat over yeah well right. like like well, okay. I want to link back to what you said earlier about like the anger as well like uh, um, when you started doing the anger what was the uh, so you've already said that turning point but like uh, how did the perception of the audience change as well. Did that? Um, uh, I think. I think. Generally, better. I think. Yeah. I'm, I think. I was just. 
What's benign? Is that good or is uh, that bad? It's like, it means nothing, yeah, right? Yeah, it's kind of like. Well, I was benign. Yeah. I was like, oh, here, here comes the guy. Uh, like, I would compare so much, so I'd go, oh, there's that guy that mm-hmm. makes some noise until yeah. the, the comedian comes on. And I guess after a while, I just. Something happened in, I think it was 2008, 2009. I started writing uh, a blog and uh, it was completely by accident, but I just started. It was at the Edinburgh Fringe, and I just started slagging off everything in comedy. Just yeah. Like, because I'd read um, blogs before by comedians that were like, oh, look at my amazing life. And yeah. I was like, I don't relate to any of this. I, Where's the stories about getting a night bus home and then getting, you know, someone on the night bus being sick on you? Yeah. Where's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, must be brilliant working in comedy. Well, if you don't mind being vomited on yeah. sometimes, then it's fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I started writing that, and yeah, I just yeah. thought, well, no, all improv groups are cunts. We yeah. <laughs> all are. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've been in enough improv groups, and yeah. they're all cunts. And you know, yeah. and, and and old comedians are selfish, and yeah. they're all horrible. And uh, oh, yeah. so, so, so I just decided that. Well, I'm having so much fun writing this blog, and all of a sudden, I'm like, like no one noticed me. No one, I mean, still no one notices me, but they, yeah. but noticed even less back then. But all of a sudden, like um, people, people in comedy were actually mm-hmm. reading this, and and I think, <laughs> I think, oh, that's that guy, yeah, the guy yeah. that makes the noise before we come on, yeah. and now he's all upset. Yeah. I, I, I never really bothered talking to him when we gigged before. Yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. now I might want to talk to him, and I just sort of. Okay, I'll do that then instead of instead of like yeah yeah so stand up about nothing yeah okay, so was it like um, do you think it was like when you released that valve of anger is that more to is that more of the real you or is it the warmer side it's it's, it's um, or is that persona part of you or it's 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 the exaggerated um, real me yeah yeah, but, yeah. <clears throat> like I absolutely I mean, I cannot abide bad manners. I just cannot. I can't abide anyone who's rude or yeah. making noise when you shouldn't need to make noise. Yeah. That sort yeah, of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've found that easier and much more interesting to talk about on stage. The idea of like, like, like when people talk about. Um, Political injustices. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know. This sounds like I'm belittling the idea of of politically p- political injustices, but to me, that is still a form of bad manners. Yeah, True, I yeah. wouldn't go. Oh, I see. Uh, you know, these women have been put in prison yeah. right now yeah. <laughs> for being women. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't call that rude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it is still. But 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 yeah. rudeness and bad manners is still. It's still an element of. I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. And, yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah. like the idea. I, I'm not saying I can't tell the difference between someone mindlessly throwing rubbish in the floor and someone stoning a woman. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I yeah. can definitely yeah. tell the difference. But what I'm saying is they're very distantly connected yeah. and I get viciously angry about the very fact that there's such a lack of justice yeah. with the small things as well as the big things. Yeah, I, It's like... It's like when people go, oh, how come you're angry about this when there's really yeah, other important yeah, things happening? Yeah. It's like, well, I'll tell you why. Because I'm angry about fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's all shit. 
<laughs> I find that yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there because like again, like especially as we mentioned earlier, there's so many opinions about everything. It's yeah. like it's so hard to be uh, you know put your, uh, mm. get your weight behind a certain cause as well sure. because there's so many broken things right. as well. Exactly, uh, exactly. But yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, I don't even know if this is even worth thinking about. But the, I, <laughs> I, uh, I remember like saying to. Uh, Oh, someone, someone was at my house, and I was basically doing—I uh, was putting out rubbish, mm-hmm. and uh, and they said, "Oh, where do you put your recycling?" And I went, "Oh, I don't know. Just throw it in the bin." And I went, "Can't, can't just throw it in the bin. It's, this is important." And the thing is, I do recycle. Yeah. I think I don't recycle, but it just came out of my mouth yeah, yeah. because I'm so <clears throat> into animal rights and stuff like that. Sure, and I yeah. just went. Tell you what, mate, you fucking look after the recycling, I'll look after the animals. And I just thought, well, I mean, that's probably not the right attitude. But at least it made me feel, look, look, if you're doing that, then I'll do this and maybe it'll all work out. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that, I realise now, is meaningless. No, that's exactly what the podcast is all yeah, about. Meaningless podcast, yeah. But yeah, um, Let's let's talk about veganism as well, because like yeah, let's uh, do that. Because uh, uh, how long have you been vegan for? Uh, nine years. Yeah, nine years. Uh, this August, I decided wow. to become uh, vegan the moment I set foot off the train uh, at Edinburgh at the start of the Edinburgh Fringe. And nine years ago, uh, the idea of starting your veganism in Scotland was fucking yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah, right. So it was really, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what did you eat? Nothing really, <laughs> but I mean, uh, honestly, there were. I remember there was a couple of times I went two days in a row. Going, no, I found that because I can't eat any more chips. I just yeah, can't. yeah, for sure. Um, but l- luckily, I mean, my God, Scotland is in is uh, is in pretty much every comedian's list whenever they go to yeah. their material about shit food. I'm telling you, Scotland's the best country in this country for vegan food it's amazing yeah uh, Edinburgh and Glasgow are, easy, are easily my favourite vegan cities they're yeah. brilliant well um, I um, I was at, in Glasgow I went to Stereo recently which uh, have you been oh, there for god I love Stereo <laughs> so I'm Mono yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, brilliant. Love it. How about in Edinburgh? What's your favourite like vegan, vegan place to eat? Um, oh, do you know there's a really great place in Leith uh, called Harmonium, and honestly, well, I'm actually uh, write this down, yeah, so. do write it down. Uh, it's so worth going to. It's and here's here's the difference in those restaurants to compared to like vegan cafes, uh, even like five six years ago. You're treated like an adult when you walk in. You're yeah. not treated like a student who's going through a phase. Yeah, yeah. You're treated yeah. like a grown adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so it's really nice. It's really nice that there's a fucking wine menu. Yeah. Like in a mummy and daddy <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I 100 get that as well. Especially like a um, like with certain, like chain restaurants as well, where there's, there's just. Like in recent years, it's uh, like uh, it's far more accessible to get like well, uh, these chain restaurants have added on the vegan menu, but it's very yeah. much like uh, here's like here's for the normal people, but yeah, here's exactly. your menu. Yeah, as well. exactly. Like, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. Where was that going to go? Uh, well, where's the vegan? All right, here's the vegan, yeah. and we've also got a child. Where's the child's menu? <laughs> and we've also got a vegan child. Where's the vegan child's menu? <laughs> Just this menu getting smaller and smaller. Here's the vegan child stamp. Yeah. All right. <laughs> As I mentioned, like, uh, like, eat, like I turned vegan three years ago, and like the landscape now is so much different from what it was. Oh, thank you. Uh, You're very welcome. Um, but the 
yeah, I'd say um, it, it was so. Um, doing it nine years ago must be like a lot. As you say, then it's yeah. been it's quite hard to find these places. It, as it well. was right at the cusp of it's yes. so improving. Yeah. So believe me, it, I bet nine years ago, if I. Uh, I don't know if you know about this about me. It's a little bit of a showbiz secret, but I'm really fucking lazy. <laughs> but I bet if I'd pulled my finger out and properly looked around, yeah. I would have found uh, a lot more, e- yeah. a lot more easier to, to to find convenient food. And that is that is the thing when people say to me, "Oh, you're vegan." Don't you miss killing animals yeah. <laughs> yeah. for fun? Uh, no, do you know the only thing that I honestly miss. Is the convenience yeah, walking yes, out and just, yeah, and just yeah, grabbing yeah. a thing and eating it? Yeah, yeah. Just going out. Um, to be fair, these days it's so much easier. Like even like mm-hmm. boots do like four vegan yeah, sandwiches. Yeah. It's like that. We like, have a choice. Yeah, and it's, like yeah, it's not just cauliflower and bread. Yeah. No, it's, we have a choice. Yeah, because like I said, even three years ago, like it was difficult to kind of um, to gauge that as well. Yeah, like, because yeah. like now people are like, all right, well, like, well, I think most like. Uh, omnivores probably do eat like well mm. they, they think veganism is like quite hard but like there's stuff around but equally yeah. like uh, like three years ago that wasn't even the case if you know what I mean it's, it's rapidly got more popular if you know yeah I mean, of course yeah. yeah I mean it's yeah it's so utterly uh, cool and trendy I mean yeah. you know <laughs> that I imagine uh, the backlash is going to be pretty fierce yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't wait for that well yeah. I mean surely it has to happen where um, hipsters get really into actual hunting yeah yeah you know? actually yeah you're probably <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. that'll happen. Oh, it's so cool to go out and kill an elk. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Um, so, you say you turned vegan there the moment you stepped off uh, the train. Yeah, literally, so. I had an, uh, uh, an egg mayonnaise sandwich uh-huh. on my way up to the Edinburgh. Oh. And, and see, see, even the idea. Yeah. yeah. I, actually, even the idea of eating an egg doesn't really... I mean, it, it, I'm never going to do it, yeah. but it, that does make me... The idea of eating mayonnaise just mm. makes me want to... Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. That's horrible. Because like, there's certain things like, um, like again, when I was vegetarian, uh, I was like, yeah, I'll have like milk. But, like e- mm. even like thing about touching milk now, I get a bit yeah. like, weird about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, you, how long were you vegetarian for? So I, um, I was only vegetarian for about a year and a half because right. like, um, um, my uh, so I, uh, in my second year of uni, I um, watched Earthlings, the documentary, yeah. and I, um, I attended like vegetarian week after then. Mm-hmm. Whilst vegetarian, I was transitioning to veganism very slowly, and then yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah so um, well, I mean that sounds brilliant. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I became uh, I, I I was vegetarian in September nineteen ninety. Yeah. Wow, that's uh, uh, yeah. because I fancied someone yeah. who was vegetarian, <laughs> and I thought, well, you know, maybe this will impress her. Uh, you know, but <laughs> but I remember like well, we you know we ended up going out, so I suppose it must have impressed her a little yeah. bit. But I, re- I remember when we split up to it, yeah, and I bet you won't even, uh, bet you'll give up being vegetarian now. Ha 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 Well, look at me now. Oh, doing this podcast. Oh, I'm doing a podcast. In, quite frankly, a really lovely pub. So, you know. Yeah. It's, um, are you finding it? Uh, how, uh, I mean, I'm, people say this to me. Oh, do, you, do you feel better? Well, I, I don't feel any better. But I think it's because my lifestyle is, I mean, as a functioning alcoholic, I'm never going to feel great. I'm, you know, uh, uh, it's, uh, yeah. thank God there's at least, uh, uh, it, not all beers are vegan, yeah, but thank sure. God yeah. a lot of them are. Moretti, thank yes. you. Um, honestly, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. That, that is the dance uh, part of this pub. It's a lovely pub, uh, but there is only one 
vegan lager. But yeah. that's that's yeah. fine. At yeah. least it's one, you know. And uh, sure, yeah. But uh, yeah, that is it's so weird. I didn't know mm-hmm. there were uh, non-vegan, non-vegetarian yeah, 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 alcohol yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. until I became vegan. And because uh, someone said, "Oh, you're vegan wine? Yeah. Is that vegan?" No one. Well, of course it is. No one. No one. No. Because mm-hmm. no. Why hang on? Fish. Fucking fish <laughs> bladders. No one. But I've been vegetarian yeah. for twenty years. I'm like, and I. No, you haven't. Yeah. It turns yeah. out you've not been vegetarian <laughs> once. The same thing happened to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I've been like vegetarian for a year, and uh, I, was, I think I was drinking Guinness at the time, and uh, yeah. there was Guinness when we wasn't vegan yeah. as well. Yeah. And uh, uh, my friends googled it and it's like, oh, it's, mm. you know, this isn't vegan as well. Yeah. And, uh, and so instead it's got of being a calf in it. <laughs> oh god it's just a blended <laughs> entire chicken yeah exactly yeah uh, but like uh, yeah it was kind of a weird one because it was like instead of being vegan for a year uh, vegetarian for a year I was like a vegetarian for three days you know what I mean so it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's um, but then again like um, pe- people do try and trip you up quite a lot so oh like, god you can eat all the time right all the time yeah, uh, yeah but equally like uh, I think it's just more just doing the right thing if you know what I mean like, uh, yeah uh, do, do you know what um Exactly. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: you can only do your best. Right, yeah. You can only do your best. But equally, I've got better at answering people who go, "Oh, well, it, mm. what about the thing with the thing?" I've got way better at answering that because I used to go, "Oh, actually, it is vegan. There's vegan options." Yeah. But I saw a tweet from uh, Romish Ranganathan and someone wrote, tweeted him just said, uh, "Mate, I saw you in Pizza Express. Thought you were vegan. Uh, guess not." And he wrote back to, to he wrote back saying I was eating a vegan, completely vegan pizza. pizza. Never fucking judge me. Yeah, again. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, like I'm quite very, I'm really paranoid mm. by it. So I have to do like, I have mm. to like really check it out as well. Yeah, so, like, uh, yeah. Um, and again, I, um, I was drinking Guinness at Leicester Comedy Festival, and mm-hmm. one of my friends who I haven't seen for a while was like, "Oh, you're drinking Guinness? That's got fish in it." I was like, uh, "It hasn't actually because it's all changed." Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Don't judge me, okay? Exactly. We know what yeah, we're doing for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've found. Oh, I see you're wearing a leather belt. No, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm not wearing anything. But again, it's like I don't know. I always feel quite chastised about it, like not, not in a significant way. Like I'm, I'm a white man, for God's sake. But like, uh, uh, you know, just like so. But people, yeah. <laughs> sorry for the surprise. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a dark room. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, we just we haven't we haven't visually met. Yeah. You know, it's just. But you've got a lovely voice. Oh, lovely, thank beautiful you. voice. Sorry, you're a white man. You say. <laughs> sorry if that's a turn off, but uh, oh, right. but um. Oh, I kind of know what I was saying now, but like... Uh, oh, great, I've ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> ruined the fucking podcast. Uh, well, shall I ask you some uh, some other non Oh my questions? God, it's an emergency question, no, bro. No. I think this has been done. No, oh. Yeah. Um, but um, I've got some... Uh, well, I've got personal questions, or... You know, oh, Jesus questions. <laughs> no, not like personal questions. No, I want a deeply <laughs> personal question. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, I haven't prepared any questions for this, but I... I know that I've heard that you're a big fan of Queen as well. Yes, I'm a huge fan of Queen. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. I've um, I've recently um, really got into Queen, like properly. Oh, like, you're brilliant! I properly got great. Like, I used to be a big fan as a kid, but then I've dropped off my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, in the last uh, like like three four months, properly got into him. Uh, well, I mean, uh, they're having their I don't know what number of waves this yeah. wave of, <laughs> yeah. like eighteenth wave of popularity. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, Oh, Christ, we're going to be here all night. Yeah. I mean, we really are. So, here's the thing. Uh, Queen are a... Uh, 
pop music bands and they are very popular and they are very commercially accessible mm-hmm. until you properly look into the albums and you yes. hear the experimentation proper experimentation by the way uh, just the, their, their use of prog rock and things like Queen 2 and just yes, for and, sure. and, but yeah, also yeah, yeah. The, the sonic uh, experimentation of layer upon layer yes, of layer yeah, of vocals yeah, yeah. and guitar. It they invented all that. That did not happen before them, and they're still well, maybe mm-hmm. not still. <laughs> one of them's one of them's a little bit dead. Uh, but they but they, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to this day they're the best at doing that. Um, you know, I think this is the best conversation I've ever had in my life. Uh, oh sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> sure. It's, it's, I mean, I'm having a great time. No, no, no. But here's the thing. Yeah. Here's here is the thing about Queen. Yeah. Right. Now that we're on, to, now that this is a Queen podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Here's uh, here's my question to you. Do you think Queen uh, got, if you like, worse because they got older, or? Do you think they got worse? I'm, I'm doing air quotes because uh, uh, because um, technology made it easier for them to do what they did through proper hard work and graft. See, that's a really good question. Mm. Um, well, I don't know. I'm not sure if they. Well, sure. Like I, I would argue because to be honest. I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm actually mm. like a massive fan of Made in Heaven as well. Uh, so like, uh, okay, I, so I, Yeah, so I do. I, I well, I think uh, I went into that album thinking it's gonna be quite bad because I listened to all the albums mm-hmm. back to back, like really mm-hmm. the deep cuts and everything. So I really, but well, I listened to Made in Heaven and I thought it's gonna be because I heard like there's some pretty filler stuff on there. Yeah, and there is, but yep. there's some proper banging banging tunes on there, and like uh, the fact that they mm-hmm. were able to edit it with uh, posthumously after yeah. Freddie's death, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. that was mind blowing yeah. as well. So. Uh, um, uh, yeah. So um, I don't know. If I'm, I'm like, sort of more glad it exists rather than I love it. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think, yeah, actually, that's more. I think that's more the vibe as well. Because mm. like, uh, uh, but yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad it they it happened. Yeah, I mean. but yeah. then again, stuff like to be honest, I think innuendo is certainly a dip if, in my opinion. I, yeah. I, I think the song innuendo is fantastic. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's another song in innuendo that I think. Oh, what am I talking about? Um, these are the days of our life. Yes. I think it's really right, really yeah, good. Yeah. But. I can't help but think that these are the days of our lives. If it was written in 1974, the yeah. it would be so sonically different and warmer, and there would be it. It would feel like it was built because these songs sound like I think their later periods just sound like they're recorded, yeah, and not yeah. built. I think that's and, right, yeah. And, and yeah, that's. I mean, honestly, uh, if Queen walked in here now, firstly, um, <laughs> I. I I try and kiss them, and but also I, uh, I I probably wouldn't say this to their face. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I think I think even if I did, they'd probably react with, "That's a really good opinion." Yeah. I think we've done all right. Yeah. So I don't think they need me, but uh, but but that's yeah. Just to just to uh, make this very clear, by the way, but I'm not being like a a keyboard era queen snob. Yeah. I. There's a lot of the 80s stuff that I absolutely love. Um, but 
Sure. And people don't believe me. Like, for instance, the, the comedy Queen fan is John Roberts. Yeah. He didn't believe me for a very long time that my favourite Queen album is the soundtrack to Flash Gordon. It really fucking is. Yeah. It really absolutely is. <laughs> and I would also posit that that is the last time the band were truly experimental. Like, from beginning to end in an album. Uh, because even the next album, Hot Space, I'd say... I, mm-hmm. I know they were trying to be experimental yeah, but yeah. the songwriting is pretty patchy and lazy for sure yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so it wasn't mm. whereas, whereas something like if you listen to Football Fight off um, the Flash Gordon soundtrack yeah. it, it doesn't have Freddie singing on it but it's so Freddie Mercury almost to the point where you go this album Hot Space you made that was supposed to be basically about the it was supposed to be his, his, his way of working in uh, disco music mm-hmm. into the Queen's Football Fight does it way better yeah, 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 than the yeah. entire Hot Space album. So that was your experimentation. You should have brought that forward. But no. Yeah. They brought some weak songs to that table. Yeah, for sure. Which is a shame. Um, so, um, so Flash Gordon is your favourite Queen album. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I mean uh, listen, everyone yeah. uh, who is a Queen fan will disagree yeah. uh, or will go um, mental. But it, I really do think it's brilliant. I think it changed how soundtracks are put together and sold. Yeah, I, I think... Because uh, I, I, I have heard that before. I have heard mm. that your favourite album is uh, Flash Gordon. Right. And I listened to it. And it, it is a... When I first listened to it, uh, I was like, this is a bit of an odd album, but as it is the soundtrack... It definitely is like, an odd uh, album. But yeah. like, uh, as you say, like I, I, I think the more I engage with it, the more mm. it's a bit more... Mm. It, like a fine wine, it really yeah, like. Uh, but, but also, it's really fun and stupid. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And the thing is, here's the thing... We, People saw the um, Pimian Rhapsody movie and went, "Oh God, where's the cutting edge? Where's the where's the real dark story?" Like, yeah, mate, it's fucking Queen. Yeah, they're never going to tell the yeah, yeah, edgy dark yeah. story. They never did. They never will. On Flash Gordon's soundtrack, sort of to me, it's a peak of what Queen are. Yeah, maybe not yeah. of what they did. Yeah, I mean, I, I can I can definitely hear that argument, but it's who they are. Yeah, it's like yeah. they're really fucking mental. Yeah, they're just <laughs> lunatics who just. Want to, want to push the envelope as far as they can in within that let's face it pretty restricted um, sphere there yeah. you go I've said it that's awesome oh god like oh, what a I don't think I've ever had that much of a fulfilling conversation in my <laughs> life <laughs> it's great we well you know you should get, put a bit of Flash Gordon in right now yes oh. there you go brilliant um, so um we haven't got. Oh, we'll start wrapping up relatively soon. But I wanted to talk about uh, your previous Edinburgh show, Joe, as well. Yes. Uh, so um, that that was obviously a show about your dog as well. Like it, well, was, it wasn't but, really. Well, yeah. It, well, to be honest, I listened to it uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I I was like, so I started off with this being like, oh, I assume it's about um, Joe, but then yeah. it it wasn't. It not wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It's not. It's um, it was if if it's about anything, and God knows, probably isn't. Uh, it was about how um, well again it's, it's like all my shows it's about just don't be a dick just be nice just be you know it's just it's just people being rude and and, and, and of course uh, I, part of the show is about how I befriended a racist yeah you uh, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but also the second half of the show really is about um, how people Treat death online, for and, sure. And, yeah. uh, and and I, as a huge David Bowie fan, and a huge fan of my dog Jerk, mm-hmm. um, I thought I could combine the two 
and sort of give the big, uh, meaningful, yeah. overblown tribute that, that that Bowie was getting and, and, and shove it right on my dog. That's so perfect. there we go. Yeah, and I guess that was it. Yeah. So is that how... Um, when, when you started building that show, was it... Mm. Um, is that with, uh, Did you have that kind of Bowie... Um, yeah. In mind. Oh, yeah. And, absolutely. And, and did so? Did um, did that was that, was that supposed to span the whole show, or did you want to just do no, uh, no, no, oh no, no? Because here's the here's the thing: if I'm to do uh, you know thirty shows mm-hmm. uh, uh, in a row of a show that was literally me just talking about my dead dog, I'd be in tears every day. So oh, I'm just like, so yeah. it was it was like it was good, but it was a 10, 15 minute chunk at, <laughs> at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously the idea of going into depth about that it's like my show's on at one in the afternoon yeah yeah, this, yeah. you know I'm going to be a wreck for the rest of the day oh, so um, yeah. but uh, it was nice that the show was called Joke I thought that was enough yeah. of uh, a, a, a little tribute I, I, know, I guess the only reason that I made really a big thing about it is because during her whole life I posted stuff about her online mm-hmm. and people used to you know, like I do gigs and people bring. I've brought a dog toy for Jerk, and oh god, that's so lovely. So I thought, when she died, it was only fair that I mm-hmm. share a little bit of that as well. That's really beautiful. Thanks. Well, for that. well. Yeah. Um, and you also did um, some music at the end, Jerk musical. As yeah, well. yeah. That was written by. I mean, uh, the, the music of that. I'm the uh, I'm the fish uh, yeah. lyricist <laughs> to the um, in Mosley. Uh, <laughs> Steve Rotherick, Mark Kelly, and Peter Wabbas, that is um, uh, Owen Parker. Uh, Owen's a, a f- like a literally phenomenal musician. Yeah. I mean, he's freaking written number one singles. Yeah. Fucking Girls Aloud and stuff. And me. <laughs> so, you know, he knows how to slum it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that was absolutely. Uh, we, we talked about doing... Here's the thing. A friend of mine said, oh, so you going to do the whole show about Jerk? And I went, like, oh, God, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I could never do that. It'd be yeah, awful. Yeah. And he went, well, I'm surprised you're not writing a bloody musical about her. And I went, oh, that's a good idea. I will yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> so I thought, well, it'd be nice to have Jerk the musical at the end. And the whole premise was it was supposed to be the last thing she did yeah, she, wrote, yeah, yeah. she wrote this musical which is exactly what David Bowie did yeah. the last thing he did was he put together a musical which wasn't very good <laughs> but, but, but people got oh my god we'll always have black star it's the last thing he did yeah no it wasn't it was his terrible musical <laughs> so, so, um, so but yeah Owen yeah. Parker and I were out uh, drinking one night and talking about it and then uh, after many drinks legends yeah. uh, we I think I think he said it to me. He just went, um, "Yeah, and then maybe we can sell it on vinyl after the show." And I went, "Ah, that's funny, is it?" And then the next day, uh, he went, "I've been thinking about. It. I think we really should sell yeah. it." But so we did. We pressed it on vinyl. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you know, like when you go to a musical, they sell the For soundtrack. Sure, yeah. So uh, so yeah, we sold the, um, the so, soundtrack on vinyl. And how was that? Because you put it on Bandcamp as well. So how how was the like a. Uh, uh, it sold out quite fast the vinyls as well, mm. right? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. It took nearly a year and a half <laughs> to sell that thing. Thing is, yeah, they all would have sold out at the gigs, all of them, but the uh, the actual run of them didn't come to halfway through the run. Oh my god! So it was like, yeah. oh Jesus, I would have got rid of these, no problem yeah, at all. Yeah. But no, it took honestly right at the very end. 
uh, I think I had like seven copies left for something like six months. Yeah. And I just put on Twitter and went, seriously, <laughs> fucking buy these right now or I'm burning them. And then, and then they all yeah, went. Yeah. And it was like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The threat of fire. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, but it was, I do think it's probably uh, the best and most useless bit of comedy merchandise <laughs> but it is be- it's beautiful to look at it's also yeah, yeah. useful to listen to I think I mean um, not everyone will agree with that but, um, <laughs> but I think it's a really fun and and, um, and I've been here now loads of comedians put stuff out and find a lot but I mean to be fair they put out their proper gigs <laughs> not just to it um, but yeah anyway it was a brilliant it was a brilliant thing to do and it was really weird when people like left the gig and went Oh, you—you you were serious. You're really selling that on yeah. one, yeah. And then they bought it like they were like they felt they had to yeah. because it was weird and confusing. <laughs> well, oh, he's had a breakdown. Yeah. Let's give him some money, yeah. and then we can take this useless thing home that we don't want. It's like—is this all? I think it yeah, is. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pretty artistic. Are you planning to do Edinburgh this year as well? I am doing uh, Edinburgh this year, and it's more music involved oh, this great. time. Yeah. Not not a musical this time. Uh, but I'm uh, doing a show called The Idiot and it is oh, yeah. a show about how we all have a choice in life mm-hmm. and that is we can choose to be uh, well Iggy Pop or not <laughs> uh, so that is the whole thing It's about, um, and why do we why do some of us in fact all of us except one person why have we chosen not to be Iggy Pop yeah. when surely <laughs> choosing to be Iggy Pop is the best choice yeah uh, so it's about that but really it's about um, pricks who are ruining our lives yeah. that's really what it's about that's great like, yeah. that's the most Michael Legg sounding show I've heard well thank you uh, well thank you so much for coming on the podcast mate. man mate. Well, mate love the podcast love the pub yeah this invite is, me back anytime you want this might be the best day of my life it's I mean yeah, yeah. it's been fantastic yeah um, before we go um uh, firstly, can you, uh, can you, would, you, would you like to sign the uh, the legendary oh, book? Oh, the, uh, the the book of condolence. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh look! Oh, someone's already signed it with my name. Oh, sorry. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I'd love I've got, to. Got the other Michael leg by accident. Yeah. <laughs> so do you get that quite a lot, actually? Yeah. Like absolutely. Even okay. even now, uh, some people like still come to gigs with eight by ten photos of a Michael leg who I am not. Yeah, uh, a Michael Egg who doesn't look anything like me, <laughs> yeah, and right. they still ask me to sign it. And I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> if you can't tell the difference between me and this frankly handsome young man, <laughs> uh, then I guess. Yeah. Um, so this is a slightly. Um, this is a question I usually finish on, um, but uh, it's slightly. Um, I f- Sorry, it hasn't gone well with age, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's not quite the, the vibe of the conversation we just had. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, uh, has comedy improved or made your life worse? Uh, well, it's a bit like the old. Uh, I don't know if it is an old phrase. I've just decided it's an old <laughs> phrase. Uh, like. Uh, do I listen to music because I'm sad or am I sad because I listen to music yeah. I don't know it's it's a mix, mixture of the two really isn't it I mean yeah for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. my life was shit so I got into comedy and I'm into comedy now and my life's shit yeah. so it's it's <laughs> it's yeah and you know it's probably because I, I look for my life to be shit yeah. so I can write more comedy about it so you know you know what I, I get we're that we're doomed yeah it's because the show I'm writing at the moment is about like my uh, uh well, I know this is, again a very hack subject but like a, uh, 
of a love life or lack thereof of a love yeah. life. Uh, but the thing is, because I'm doing that show about me being quite bad at love, like yeah. it also perpetuates that motion of me. So I'm going on this vicious cycle, if you know what I mean, where I'm just yeah. kind of self-sabotaging as well. So uh, Yeah, but but here's the thing, if you get some gags over it, fuck, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> You've got to do it. You've got to do it. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, mate. That was Michael Legg, and what an absolute treat that was. Thank you, Michael, for coming on to the podcast. As we mentioned at the end, he uh, is doing his Edinburgh Fringe show called The Idiot at The Stand uh, in uh, for the whole of Edinburgh. So please, please check that out. I will be going to see it, and it will be probably really good. Uh, again, he, he, he would probably attest to that. But uh, yeah, please go and see Michael. He's an absolute legend. Uh, and also, if you did want to see me, uh, tickets are now on sale for Matt Hoss, Here Comes Your Man, for the entirety of the Edinburgh Fringe. You can get them at the Ed Fringe website, just Google Matt Hoss, and I'll be there. And get your tickets, I'm at Just a Tonic at the meeting room at the Grass Market Centre uh, at, at, at seven, uh, 10 past 7 in every evening apart from 12. So please come and get tickets for that. It's £5 advance, so I'll pay what you want on the door, but do buy in advance. Do buy, buy all... Buy all the tickets in advance, you know. It'd be great. Um, and if you can't make it to the Edinburgh Fringe, but you still want to see a show, why don't you get on my website, matthousecomedy.com, and check out all the preview dates. There's loads of them. I've been working my ass off on this show. It's a really good show so far. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 got a lot of heart in it. So I, do, I would love you to come along and check it. Uh, failing that, there will probably be some Kickstarter rewards coming up soon, and one of them will probably be a uh, a video of the show. Uh, so if you do want to check, if you do want to sign up for that, keep an eye out. Uh, well, you can find all the updates at Matt House Comedy uh, on Twitter and Facebook. Sign up and get involved. Uh, well, that's, that's probably enough from me. Uh, so. Do um, give us five stars on this podcast and share it with a friend. If you enjoy this episode and you, you want to like find out more about Michael Legg or any of, any of the other guests, feel free to get in touch with me. I can give you out some supplementary stuff. Uh, for example, you can uh, listen to Jerk by Michael Legg on Bandcamp, which is really worth a listening because it's really, really funny. Um, if you want to, uh, yeah, we've got loads of more amazing guests coming up soon as well, so do check in. In fact, we, we, might, we might have a surplus of guests coming up, because I've been quite busy. Uh, so, uh, we've got a lot to look forward to, and on top of that, uh, uh, do share this episode with friends as well. Please, please share it as well, because uh, it'd be good to um, uh, get, get viral, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, thank you again for listening. I've been Matt Hoss, and we'll see you next time on... Matt Hoss tells the people he likes. Goodbye.